0: Ken, uh, are are you ready for what like this signifies, like in on the show <laughs> in your life here? Lochmas part one of like infinity now over the course of the next five months.
1: There's that uh there's that scene in the bear, not to give away anything that happens in the show, but uh where one of the characters on the show is talking to like a, you know, a a well-regarded chef and they have this long conversation about their backgrounds, and at the end of the conversation, the the kind of up and coming chef looks at the, the, the pro chef. Right. And is like, so, I mean, was it all worth it? Like, was it worth it? And the, the pro chef kind of like sighs and he goes, I don't know, man, ask me tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, just, I Just, you know, like you go through all that work. I'm really excited right now. I'm really, I'm excited to do this segment. Honestly, I'm excited to do segments the rest of the week. We'll try to do one every day as long as I have something to talk about, but it's like, you know, you get to like the start of the year, be like, was it was the prep all worth it? Was it all worth it? I don't know. Ask me in week two. <laughs> like I don't know. Ask me in the middle of the season if I if I like what this signifies. Um, yeah, it's just it's a it's a new sport. I always like talking about new stuff. College football is really fun. Had a lot of success with win totals on the show. Sometimes you and I bet stuff and we'll kind of talk about it but we don't do it overtly and whether we win or lose, we'll talk about it. But this is stuff that we like, we do like bet this, don't bet this, like put like, this is an actual bet. Like this is all very cut and dry. And the results have been really good. That doesn't mean this year is going to be great, but, uh, but I'm you know excited to talk about a bunch of the teams. I think there's some really interesting stuff going on.
0: Now, some people will say incorrectly, mind you, Mm. that Christmas time, December (laughs) is the best time of the year. Those Mm. people are wrong. Those people are losers. Those people are frauds. Now, my first name is Nick. You know what it is? It's a great name. But even though my name is great, people say that good, jolly old Saint Nick, that fat jerk. People will say that Saint Nick is Santa Claus. People that say that, they're also losers. They're also frauds. They're also wrong. Because right now, at this exact moment in time... Literally, right now, right now, at this very moment, this is the best time of the year. And sitting across from me on the screen, he's in Connecticut and I'm in New York, is the real, actual Santa Claus, Santa Lockie. He slid down that chimney, and he's got that bag of presents ready for you in the form of winning bets in college football. So for the first time of many, of many, and I mean many, for the first time of many this football season, it's time for Lochmas.
1: College football is the best time of the year. The fight songs. Announcers going crazy. Martinez steps up, throws. Crowd. Oh, but for Nick and Ken college football only sounds like one thing <laughs> it's luck Miss time on you
0: better you bet try right, to play the fiddle clown
1: hey <laughs> <laughs> they even turned it down to the hey. I think,
0: I, think we need, I think we need to like re-edit that and get the hay back in there, right? Because I enjoyed that. It was so bad. It was actually Well, I think great. Feliz
1: Naritav Feliz Nari has the hay in it. I think that has the hay in it.
0: I like how like f- football season comes and goes and then Ken and I will invariably have conversations about the football season to come. And like, I like completely forgot about Feliz Naritav. It's like reconnecting with old friends. It's oh, like really yeah. nice.
1: How was your summer, Feliz Naritav? Well, pretty quiet, you know, because because there's no football. But excited to no yeah, that's, uh, that's a staple. It's like a Wednesday Thursday banger all season on the show. That's great.
0: And it won last year. <laughs> well, so hopefully well, it will win again well, this year.
1: Well, of course it did.
0: <laughs> yes, you yes, saw that. You
1: you looked at the board and you saw the narratives.
0: I did. Yeah. I did. I mean, <laughs> should I do a Feliz Nari top for week one for week week zero week one college football this week?
1: I don't think there's any narratives in Week Zero because there's like six games and they all stink. Like Navy Notre Dame is in Week Zero. That's like your best game. Week One you could
0: do games though. What's the uh, What's the Bama Texas spread? You know, off the top of your head.
1: No, like Bama Bama less than seven. I think something about. Uh, like that, I mean, maybe.
0: Well, I can I can guarantee you that the Feliz top bet is going to be Bama to be Texas by a hundred. That that will well, definitely. When be Kanish awesome. came
1: on, it was like seven and a half. I think. I don't know. It's Bama
0: yeah. less than a touchdown. Oh yeah. Oh, that's I'm, Feliz Nari Top. Everyone just, loves Texas. In
1: in case I got that wrong, I'm like trying to look it up right now. I think
0: that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, Bro those those are not Bama the two teams we're we'll talking half. about.
1: Bama six and a half. Okay,
0: great. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Well, I can tell you if that's Feliz Nari Top number one. But this is not. Yeah. This is not Feliz Nari Top. This is Lockness. So Santa, I I turn the reins. Mm. The reins over to you. What is the first college football bet in Lochmas this season on you better you bet?
1: So this is not like we're not opening with the favorite and then we get less favorite as we go through the days. This is a bet like the other ones are a bet. So, like, just keep that in mind. this isn't we'll bet all your money on this one because he did this one first. I have bet this. Uh, this will be a bet that you will not want to make. And I'm actually going to give you a bunch of reasons kind of like why that is. And as I go through them, you'll be like, I can't believe we're on the opposite side of this bet. But that's like kind of what this is. Uh, So I'll tell you what the bet is first and then kind of go through all the reasons why you won't want to make it, but why it might actually be a pretty good idea. Uh, The bet is for the Florida Gators to go over five and a half wins. Florida's win total is five and a half this year. It is juiced over. Uh, 130, 135 is the consensus price. You don't want six. You want five and a half and you want to pay that price for it. So let's just be really clear about that. MGM has the best price on five, oh, Alex is so good on Q. MGM has the best price on five and a half, 125 for the over, if that's a bet that you're interested in. You're going to hate this. And the more that you learn about it, you're actually probably going to hate it more just in terms of like recency and what has happened in the last year or two to Florida and their program. So, or its program, however, I'm supposed to pronoun that thing. Uh, Florida is possibly at a rock bottom situation currently based on the events of the last few years. So obviously like they had Dan Mullen as their coach. The last year of Dan Mullen was pretty topsy-turvy. The defense was atrocious. Uh, Dan Mullen ends up not being the coach and Billy Napier takes over from Louisiana where he'd had a lot of success at a smaller school, um, leading them to like a bunch of double digit win seasons and a, and uh, and a good track record. So it's like, all right, maybe that'll kind of turn things around. Uh, except last year was also not very good, even though Anthony Richardson was the starting quarterback and obviously he was a top five pick. Um, the team wasn't very good again. They won six regular season games two years ago with Dan Mullen, and they won six regular season games last year. And for Florida, that's that's pretty bad. Uh, Florida's obviously has a, a long track record of having a lot of success. The defense has been bad for like three straight seasons. Uh, they gave up 50% third down conversions last year. The defense was really bad. Uh, they played in the Las Vegas Bowl in their last game of the season and they played Oregon State and they almost got shut out and they lost 30-3. to And then Anthony Richardson went pro and it's like, well, and now the schedule comes out and they have the toughest schedule in the country by most accounts this year. And so the win total is five and a half. (laughs) And so it's like, well, man, those all sound like really bad things. They have, like, the toughest schedule. The defense stinks. Maybe Napier's bad. Richardson's not there anymore. They actually had, like, a, a kind of a really sad thing. One of their offensive linemen, a previously pretty good recruit, is leaving the team because he has a, a family medical thing. So, like, that's not great, obviously, for, obviously, to think more about him than the impact on the team. But, you know, there's a lot of things that make you think they're not going to be very good this year. Just the way I like to handicap win totals in general, I've had a lot of success doing this, uh, is two philosophies, and they both come into play with Florida. One- is to play teams back toward the middle, power conference teams. And what I mean by playing them back toward the middle is power conference teams generally like to cluster around six and seven wins. They play 12 regular season games, all of them basically by rule and most of them tend to cluster around six or seven games so if you play them back to the middle that means if you have win totals that are less than six or seven for a power conference team in general you would want to play those over obviously with exceptions and if you have teams with a really high win total uh especially not your proven commodities your alabama's georgia's ohio states play them back to the middle down and usually everyone kinds of ends, ends up meeting in the middle more than you would expect right so florida checks this box right away they're a really, really, really kind of like historically good program. That's a five and a half. We play Florida, even not knowing that about Florida, they're just a power conference team and they're five and a half. My first inclination before I know anything else about them is going to be to play them back to the middle, which is to get to a bowl, right? Over five and a half, six wins is obviously, uh, it changed the rules a little bit, but bowl eligibility for six wins. Uh, that's philosophy number one, Florida applies, play teams back toward the middle. Uh, Philosophy number two is look at how the market historically rates a school in terms of what is, not how many games do they actually win, what does the market expect every single year? What is their win total in the market every single year? And is there a very recent run of great or poor play that is causing a dramatic shift in what we expect from that team in a given season. So for example, maybe you have like this happened. There's a number of examples of this Iowa state with, with uh, Matt Campbell, they go nuts. They win like nine games. They bring Brock Purdy back. They bring Brees Hall back the win total for Iowa state the year after that was 10. So again, like a recent run of success and then the win total pops the market expects insane things versus the history of the Iowa state program. They go under. How does that apply to Florida? This is the lowest win total in the history of the University of Florida by multiple games. They've never had in the last 40 years, again, like I don't have their 1980s win totals handy. They've never been expected to be this bad ever by more than by more than a game and a half. They've never been expected to be this bad. So on a program baseline level, they're recruiting the same. Their quarterback's not Anthony Richardson, whatever. But like not enough has changed where this can be the new baseline for Florida, even if you don't like them very much. Um, Previously, last year, their win total was seven. That was on the low end of how they've been rated historically anyway. um, God, Jim McElwain, the teams were seven and a half. So just like, again, program baseline, is there a recent run of form, bad or good, that causes the market to really like expect something dramatically different. That's happening here. Uh, Florida's been really bad. They've been way worse than we thought. The defense is atrocious. They have a new defensive coordinator, which we can talk about at some point, who might be good, who knows. And it's causing the market to expect them to be much different than they've always been. Uh, And anytime you have that, I always want to play against that, whether that's an over or an under. So play teams back toward the middle, Florida checks that box. Play teams that are expected to be way different than their school history and their program history, that's happening here again. Really for the first time in florida's history they're expected to maybe not make a bowl expected to maybe not make a bowl and uh as bad as things seem for them right now and they seem brutal uh that i think is at least a buy opportunity for them so over four uh over five and a half for florida that's the first
0: bet. uh where would Marin morris want you to uh, to play schools back to
1: uh well she would really like me to have them all meet in the middle then she would say, "Oh, lucky!" Th- right? <laughs> I'd be like, "You got it, Marin. I'll meet you there."
0: Why don't you just meet me in that middle?
1: <laughs> 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 uh-